At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on 200 Fox Sports Radio stations, coast to coast, six Eastern, three here in Vegas. It's Thursday. During football, that means Thursday night football. Wow, what a game. I'm a Steelers fan, but if you're not a fan, you still Got to be interested in tonight's game. Baker Mayfield, will this Browns team supplant Pittsburgh? Even though the Browns aren't doing so well, it'd be a heck of a win for him. And the Browns are favored. I think a lot of people were surprised at that, considering Pittsburgh's performance since Big Ben went down. In studio, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. The NFL, too. We got some great stuff on this LSU game. Yep. Two factors point in two different directions sports bettors listen for the money sports fans listen to no more than their buddies my personal promise we will deliver the vegas truth to you you cannot have pros without joes 
He's in L.A. He's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And we start with Week 11 in the NFL, which kicks off later on tonight, 8.20 Eastern time on Fox. It is an AFC North battle. It is the Steelers at the Browns. And right now on pregame.com, Cleveland, as you mentioned, a three-point favorite. Yeah, now this is – we're going to bookend the hour, right, straight out of Vegas. We try to give you two hours of info – in one hour. But we still only have, you know, we cannot bend time. We only have the one hour. So we're going to start with some broad, general, macro, big picture stories of the game. Very interesting. And then last segment, we're going to have picks, props, etc. Let's start with the stakes. We talked about, for a moment, the Browns. This was supposed to be the year. In a way, this was supposed to be the coronation of the next generation. Baker Mayfield coming in, Steelers out with the old. Well, the old's doing pretty good in this case, but maybe not the old. The old sitting at home with their arm in a sling, Big Ben. See, young team, generally. Offensive line's not particularly young for Pittsburgh, but this defense, a lot of draft choices. Not all of them hit. I mean, think about that Georgia linebacker. Yep. What was his name? Almost forgetting it now. Couple, you know, they, another, it was like, oh, he fell in the draft. His measurables weren't so good. Pittsburgh took him. Uh-oh, here we come. Uh, no. But then you look at what Watt's doing. You look at the Michigan product. And then you look at Fitzpatrick, the ball hawk. Amazing. It's almost like incomprehensible that – Fitzpatrick has had such an impact on this Pittsburgh team. And what does it mean? Is it a sign of Pittsburgh was just so smart, knowing how good Fitzpatrick was? Maybe. But I think a lot of this with Fitzpatrick has to do with the idea that there's luck in turnovers. And if you're very good, you're going to have these streaks – And then you're going to have the streaks where you don't get a bunch of interceptions or scoop and scores. You can go years, seasons without it. So I do believe that Pittsburgh gave us a message when they traded for Fitzpatrick that has panned out. That message was, we have a pretty good team. And we're not afraid that this number one pick, remember when that was? All right, that was when the Steelers, Big Ben was down. They were 0-2. He was out for the season. The normal fan was thinking, okay, this is perfect timing. We didn't want it to happen to Ben, but like Tim Duncan, when he got drafted and Robinson went down and it was like, okay, Spurs didn't win a lot of games, got a great draft choice, number one, took Duncan, and it replenished the coffers of talent for what? Almost 20 years. Imagine, I don't know who the quarterback would have been. Pittsburgh could have easily had the third pick in the draft once Big Ben went down. And it was that week they literally said for the first time in 50 years, in half a century, Pittsburgh's going to trade a number one pick. The year probably where you would have projected it was the highest pick they would have had in 20 or 30 years. And when they needed a high pick more than any other, because Big Ben's at the end. One way or the other, he's at the end. He might have a year left. Might have two. I don't think he does. Might have two. They need a quarterback. 
That's when you trade? <laughs> it was super illogical. But we came right on straight out of Vegas, and I said, this is the organization, the Steelers, saying we're going to be good or we're certainly not going to be bad, and we are not in the market for a quarterback because we got our quarterback. His name's Rudolph. Now, we can celebrate. Oh, my gosh, how prescient the Steelers were. They understood their organization. I'm not sure they did. So let's really ask ourselves what is happening with this Steeler team. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. I think the defense is really good. But the defense is not as good as they seem because being number two in takeaways is not something that's predictable. It's all you got to do. If you don't believe me, go to the website of your choice and take the top five teams in takeaways and the five bottom teams this year. Then compare those five to the top five and bottom the year before, year before. Go five years back. You would think, like, best QBR, uh, rushing yards, wins, a lot of correlation, right? Patriots would be on that list a bunch. Brady would be on that list. Rodgers. But you're going to see a bunch of new teams every year. No, not, I'm not saying the team will never have, like, a second year. Because you can have a streak go two years. But the idea that this performance, when it came to the takeaways of the Steelers, being repeatable or being a taste of what's to come, no. Just history says no. Now, will Pittsburgh have a good defense the rest of the season? Yeah. Will Pittsburgh have a good defense next year? Probably. Will they lead the league or be close to it in takeaways? Probably not. And I would be more than happy to say the rest of this season even, will Pittsburgh be in the top seven of takeaways? Saying we start today, they're number two. Are they going to be in the top seven? I'm willing to take a bet. Brad, you want to bet me on Yeah, I want to bet you. Wow. Wow. What is your rationale? Because they have three games remaining against Baker Mayfield and the Cincinnati Bengals. A total of three games remaining against them. So the Bengals, they've had a bunch of turnovers with their new quarterback? I anticipate a bunch oh, of turnovers. Okay. Yeah. But what did they do at the end of the game last <laughs> week when they were losing badly? They were running Joe Mixon left. Thirty and right. times, right? Yes. Okay. So all I'm saying is this if you would say top half of the league, I think you could say Pittsburgh's probably a little quicker, a little more physical. They've got it in their minds that they're turning the ball over, which can become you're going after the ball more. Now you might give up some long runs, but you're still going after the ball more. And the schedule does matter, but it's not going to put you from 50, let's say, middle of the pack, which would be the average you'd expect, to the top quarter. And it's not even quarter, right? It's, it's 28 would be a quarter. Yep. I think you made a bad bet. That's okay. We'll only do it for 100. Though. All right. I think here's the thing, though. You know what's going to verify that it, you had a bad bet right there? Let's see what Jonas thinks. What side would you take on that, Jonas? Okay, so... You're talking the Steelers finish in the top seven in takeaways yes. the rest of the year. Yeah, so everything's a zero. We're, we're entering this week. Oh, geez. And now from here on, 
Will Pittsburgh be amongst the seven best teams taking the ball away? Now, if it's something that's predictive, the fact that Pittsburgh is second up to this point would say, if you give me the second guy in passing yards and say, will he be in the top seven the rest of the year, I'd make a gigantic bet yes. Because the first half of the season or so predicts the second half. Turnovers, no. Every game is outdoors moving forward except for the Cardinals. And it's all um, at the Jets, the Ravens. So it's places where it's going to get cold. I would say that they'll finish in the top seven. All right. Mm. So that means oh, I would. Come on, Brad. I mean, there's nothing. <laughs> there's the voice of the fan and Brad on one side and Barney from the bar. I know there's a lot of people in bars right now saying, yep, I agree with Brad. Brad Powers sounds like my kind of guy. All right. So oh, no. all of them on one side. I'm RJ Bell and Vegas is on the other. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's funny. He's talking about indoor, outdoor. It's almost like we're buying a gold, a car that has a gold motor, and you guys are kicking the tires, trying to figure out how good the tires are. All that's decimal points, right? This is a fact. Now, you know what I'm going to do? We'll tweet this at RJ in Vegas between now and the show tomorrow. Is We'll look at the top five and bottom five for the last five years and kind of see how much correlation there is. I haven't looked at it. I know the answer. There's very little. And the Patriots are usually the team that occasionally will go against history because Belichick is at a level no one really understands exactly what he's doing. Now, we've talked about Pittsburgh. A lot of optimism due to that trade. Fitzpatrick's worked out, but not he's not going to continue at this pace, but it was a good trade. Yep. Other thing you got to remember about Fitzpatrick, the D-back, Second year, they were getting him pretty much only one-fifth of his guaranteed uh, or, let's say, price-controlled years. First-round pick, you got four years at a bargain, and then a fifth year that's a decent deal. That fifth-year option is not cheap, though. So, for example, um, uh, the Jacksonville Ramsey, his fifth-year option, which is next year, is is. Uh, $14 million, mm-hmm. and the highest-paid cornerback is like 16 So at least at that position, it's no bargain. But still, this year and two more at a great bargain. So they're buying not only a good player with the draft capital they gave up, but they're getting cost control. And they only gave up one pick, which sounds absurd now. But right now, who would you rather have, Tunzel? Or Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. And who would you rather have? And let's just say you were accounting for on the field and the contract, Ramsey or Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. Because you're getting two more years of cost control. I think Ramsey's a little bit better probably. But how much better? I don't know. Not the 10 plus million a year right now. And Fitzpatrick seems to fit into the Steeler way. He just looks right in that Steeler uniform for some reason. And Ramsey is a me guy. Maybe I'm not saying that's wrong or right. I, I would rather root for team guys. But fit, uh, Ramsey seems like a me guy. So I think there's some locker room questions. If there weren't, then why not play your contract out? You know, you can say you want to trade, but play the games. Don't go, my back, my back. 
Though Jonas, I think, fell for that, if yeah, I remember. Of course. I mean, <laughs> he was like, hey, it could be. Could be his <laughs> Trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I mean, yeah. come on. There's, there's, there's being optimistic about human nature, <laughs> and then there's naivete. I mean, all I wanted to do was play Jonas in a poker game when he said, I mean, all I could think of is we got to play cards at the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm terrible. <laughs> you know, bring that check. <laughs> all right. So I think we got to remember teams are, are going to tell you with their actions. They're going to tell you what they think of themselves. And that's why I like the Rams this week. I get the whole idea. Everyone's saying, oh, the Rams, they lost. Oh, that was a bad loss to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was a bad loss. But they made a trade, pushed their chips in, and since then the Rams have won two, yep. covered both of those, and then they lost to Pittsburgh. Two and one. 66.6% win percentage makes the playoffs. All right? Now, I know they were a little behind. If they play as well as they did over these three games from here, they got a playoff chance. But at minimum, we know they're optimistic. And these teams aren't idiots. These are some smart, especially if you're named the boy genius, pretty smart people typically. Yep. Pittsburgh showed us they were optimistic. They've done well since. Rams showed us they were optimistic about this season. They've done well since. We'll see what happens from here. Finally, for this early look at the game, let's consider the stakes. 538 analytical website, they do projections. What's Pittsburgh's chance to make the playoffs right now? Think about it. Close your eyes if you're not driving. 56%. Better than 50-50. But if they win tonight, three-point Dogs, 74%. If they lose, 38 So literally, one game is going to double or cut in half. It's going to be either 38 or 74 pretty much. Double or cut in half their chance to make the playoffs. From a one in three to a three out of four. Wow. And it's a three-point line. We'll have a pick at the end. This is, though, what you call a trap game. And I don't like falling in Vegas traps. That's one thing I know for sure. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll you know, that's what I could do. I could say what I'm not going to bet in the first segment. I'm not betting the Steelers. The Steelers are a trap. I do think there's a way to get a good bet in this game. We'll do it before the end of the hour. When we come back, you know, we're not going to spend too much on this, but Kaepernick I think all the analysis I've heard has gotten one major thing missing. And without it, you really can't assess the Kaepernick situation. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will get into an NFL story that is picking up steam as we approach the weekend. Yes, but with every story, we use the Vegas perspective. We're going to apply odds in Colin Kaepernick. Imagine that. Thanks for joining us every weekday. 200 FSR stations nationwide. Also, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. Series XM and podcast. Just search for RJ Bell right now in Vegas on the strip, 72 degrees. Brad, that's the perfect temperature. The Astrodome used to be set at 72. The neon is chugging. So, RJ, on Saturday, former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick will be holding a workout. So far, 11 NFL teams have confirmed that they will be in attendance. So what is the Vegas perspective on the Kaepernick issue that is once again at the forefront of our NFL storylines? I mean, some of this is just as a sports fan, as an observer, and then we do have some odds that's interesting, I think, that might contradict some of the narrative out there. So first off, Jonas, we discussed this a little bit before the show, and I think you're right on about like what could be, if you're Kaepernick, if you're a fan of Kaepernick, what's the best thing that comes out of this uh, tryout, I guess, open tryout? Uh, that he looks good enough that somebody gives him an opportunity next year. 
next year. Yeah. Okay. So how, why would we be, why would teams be taking time this year for something next year? Whereas if this was held in January, it's not like you wouldn't have enough lead time as a team, right? It, it feels like a make good, like a, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll do you a solid. We'll put together a big promotion for you. It's on a Saturday. It's week 11 of the NFL season. Anybody that's a decision maker is going to be traveling or at home getting ready for the game the next day. And so it just feels like a make good. And it a just, make good to whom? To Colin Kaepernick. To Kaepernick but if you're going to make good, why not put him in a position where he could really get uh, yield something from it? You just said it. Yeah. Mike. Lombardi used the same phrase, decision maker. Scouts are going to go. As Lombardi said, scouts are information gatherers. Decision makers are making decisions about the game this weekend. So it strikes me as if you're doing it sincerely as the league to benefit Kaepernick, then you're not doing a very good job. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I agree. I think it's more of a PR stunt than anything else. And I just don't know, even if he looked great and he answered the questions the quote-unquote right way or whatever you want to call it, and he performed at a high level, there's not enough time in the season to even learn an offense to yep. get ready to play no, this year. It doesn't make sense. That's true. So let's agree there's not a ton of yield right now for Kaepernick. Though if he somehow refused, maybe this was a, a trap. Maybe the NFL set it up short notice. The reports were the day cannot be moved. They apparently the Kaepernick camp asked for an extension, like a week or whatever. Now it can't do it. Got to be this day. So then, what happens if he said no? Then, mm. oh, difficult, difficult. Does he really want to play? Yep, that's a good question. He's a, maybe the league's assessment of him as being not worthy of a roster spot was justified. Right, So now he's got to go through with it, maybe. And again, speculation. Brad, your thoughts? Anything? It does seem like a PR move to me, but I, I don't know why, though, at this point. I mean, the NFL, from a PR aspect, has been good. TV ratings are up. It's been an exciting year so far. Yeah, but it's not as if it's just one. I mean, you're right. Net-net, the most important thing is how is the league perceived net-net. But you can all – I mean, for example, if Roger – or let's say – Executive XYZ at the NFL got caught doing something really embarrassing, you know, whatever. Would the league still be doing okay? Yeah, probably. But would they want that to get out? No. Right? So, I mean, they want to hand. Now, I don't know exactly where everything is in court. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, they have, they had a settlement, correct? Yeah, yep, correct. Who knows if part of the settlement was these kind of opportunities? I, I mean, I don't know, is what I'm saying. And as much as it's going to say the settlement uh, addresses anything that had gone, you know, unfairly prior to the signing, but are we sure that it locked in that Kaepernick could never bring another case against the NFL for future biases, perhaps? I don't know. So this could be some effort to protect themselves against a future legal action by the NFL. Two more things for me, and, and to me, these are the big ones. Tell me a quarterback that's a backup that is fundamentally a different style quarterback than the starter. So, for example, Lamar Jackson is a running quarterback, backup, RG3. The theory is you can just plug in 
not without a drop-off, but plug in the same style. Peyton Manning, the idea of RG3 being his backup back in the day wouldn't have made a lot of sense. You would have had to have a whole different offense. Thus, Kaepernick is going to be, unless he's going to be some, you know, like uh, Cordell Stewart gadget type quarterback, which they tried Tim Tebow and that, couldn't do it with the Patriots. He got cut. Kaepernick's only going to be able to go to a team that has a mobile quarterback and that run pass is a, a core part of the offense. So that limits you right there. Number two, it does make you feel old. He's 32 years old. Yeah. So how many guys that were running quarterbacks ran effectively when they were, let's say, 33? Not, not many. Not none. many. Yeah. Some of it is that they lose that step. Some of it, though, is, too, that they don't want to take those hits because they know they've only got so many in them. And that's a key. You look at Trubisky, for example. Trubisky's not throwing great. But he's not running the ball either. He decided he didn't want to run for whatever reason. Man, oh, man, if, if you're not a good thrower and you refuse to run, Cam's not running anymore, which makes more sense. But if that's not a threat, the quarterbacks that are not elite passers, if you can run but you choose not to, it's effectively the same as if you can't. Yeah. Right? So now you're left with what? Cam Newton's passing, which isn't near as impressive as some passing, some running, especially in high-leverage situations. On this point about scheme, who was the offensive coordinator, the architect of the 49ers' offense under Harbaugh? Yes, the same offensive coordinator for the Ravens, Roman, last name, Mr. Roman, we'll call him. Now, here's the question. Who knows Kaepernick better? The brother, you know, you got the brother of the former head coach of Kaepernick at San Francisco, and you've got the same OC, or I don't know if, what his exact title was in San Fran, but the architect. Yep. Did he even get a, a tryout backing up Lamar Jackson? Nope. No. And they're not one of the teams that are going to attend this weekend either. And aren't they? Wouldn't you say, oh, the brother? Same architect of the offense, exact same, or not exact same, very similar style. So I'm not saying that any one person's opinion should sway anyone fully, but it would seem a couple of people, the Harbaugh brothers talking to each other, Roman with his own thoughts, weren't even open to the idea of Kaepernick. How much of that is Kaepernick's ability? Well, you'd think you'd want to see it if it were about that. How much of it is Kaepernick as a person? Possibly. How much of it is the distraction that people thought would come with Kaepernick? I personally think there would have been a distraction with Kaepernick. Doesn't mean he wouldn't have been worth it. There's a distraction with Tom Brady. The question is, is it worth it? Are you bringing enough to the table to overcome it? The NFL literally murder? Hey, you're a pro agent. Are you allowed playing? Yeah, okay, come on. NFL would have no problem with a murder, right? I mean, if he served his time, if somehow there was a mistrial, and the next trial wasn't until next year. If OJ was in his prime, after you think OJ would have been playing? Probably. He probably would have been yeah. playing. 
I like that in a way. I like the fact, let the legal system be the legal system. And then everyone isn't trying to arbitrate morality. Now, if you're an owner and you've got your own morality, you want to arbitrate, okay. But you know what? You're going to be at a disadvantage. Just like any bias puts you in business in a competitive situation at a disadvantage. Imagine that Fezzik, he's not here. Imagine Fezzik hates women. He doesn't, but imagine he did. He just hates them. All of the rejection, right? Well, two people come in for a job, or maybe let's say 20. The best two candidates are a woman. Oh, forget that. Fezzik hates them, but he doesn't. Is that going to be a good thing for that company that you hire the third no. best person? So whatever. If you like, I don't like people who went to Northwestern, but Fezzik went to Northwestern. He was the best guy for the job. He's sitting right here. He overcame it. So any NFL team that has biases that are irrational are going to hurt themselves. The fact that no one seems to be interested, I can promise you the whole league doesn't have a bias. They have a bias against distraction is what they have. Final thing, and this is where the odds come in, R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Right now the MVP favorite is Russell Wilson 2 to 1 2 to 1 the second favorite Lamar Jackson plus 250 and finally the third favorite Deshaun Watson 6 to 1 okay now as Brad said during the break RJ you're colorblind all right i hear you but three black quarterbacks yes now there's been how many quarterbacks win the MVP in Go back as many years as Go back to Paul Horning, 1961. 40 NFL quarterbacks have won the MVP. How many black quarterbacks? Two. Cam Newton and Steve McNair. Okay. So two of 40. Obviously, this is a league where the case has been made in hindsight or even at the time that the black quarterbacks weren't given a full chance. You might say, well, RJ, if the team, you just said that they're going to want to win no matter what. I think they oftentimes there's this implicit, I wouldn't call it bias, but an unfairness, meaning, oh, look, if, if, if when Randall Cunningham came in the league, and it was, it was a while back, when he was tearing it up, you think the Eagles were unhappy? They were like, yeah. Yep. But as it got to be where, uh-oh, bad year, maybe it's like, ah, his physical skills, they're gone now, not much left. Now, obviously... That's unfair because how many quarterbacks have had a drop off and then it's just random or it's whatever and then they go back up. So to me, I think that oftentimes historically, if the assumption generally was, oh, black quarterbacks aren't necessarily your best bet, you're going to be quicker to pull the plug. And those kind of things will in the long run really affect you're not consciously trying to hurt your chances to win. But it's just the way your brain thinks. Not, uh, not a good thing at all. Not a good thing for winning at the time. Not a good thing for fairness. But boy, at this point, with mobility being very important, and oftentimes, and we look at this list, we got some very athletic quarterbacks that are not only able to excel in uh, with mobility, but they're able to excel in every way. Yep. You know, now Lamar Jackson. 
more of a work in progress. But as of right now, as effective as anyone, he's had two quarter perfect quarterback passer ratings this season. Only one other quarterback's ever done that before. So right now, to conclude, there's over a seventy percent chance, based on the current odds, that the MVP of the NFL this season will be a black quarterback. I don't think Kaepernick is not being given a chance because he's a black quarterback. I think that if there's any bias, and I think there probably is, it's going to be a bias against distraction. And we all got to decide if we think that's a bad thing or not. Because if you're a fan, I'm a Steelers fan. And if you tell me, all right, RJ, you get to decide, does Kaepernick come in and back up Mason Rudolph? I'm going to think, okay, now how much better is he than our backup we would have otherwise? All right, whatever that number is. And if that number is a negative, he's worse, then the answer is no right off the bat. And then I'm going to think, okay, how do we quantify what kind of negative it's going to be his distraction? Not because he's speaking out so much, but because the press is asking. Yeah. they're following. And then I'm going to do the math. If the number's negative, net-net, my gut feeling is going to be no. Now, what gets interesting is when they say, hey, shouldn't the Steelers suffer a little bit? Shouldn't they be willing to for the arc of justice? That gets to be interesting because I think to some degree, I can see that. To another degree, how much? I don't know. If I had those answers, I'd be in a different pay bracket. <laughs> you know, let's talk LSU. LSU, there's two things that probably no one's, or not no one, few people are thinking about. I think they're the two biggest things in the LSU game. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will get into Thursday Night Football, Week 11 underway in the AFC North coming up later on. Want to let you know Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone knows there are all different kinds of jobs out there. If you've got a today job, select free same-day store pickup if you'd rather take care of the job tomorrow. You can order as late as 10 p.m. with free next-day delivery on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. You know, I don't want to break up the LSU, so we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, and by the way, Jonas, I don't know if you listened to the Herd today. For, I, it was yesterday's pod I was listening to. First time I ever heard Colin talk about how well he was doing a read, how quickly. I don't know. Isn't it a coincidence? <laughs> Regular listeners know that there's an internal feud with Jonas Knox and Colin. I stay out of it. <laughs> But I've given Jonas a few compliments lately for the quickness of the reads and how good they're done. And Colin, for the first time ever, complimented himself about that. (laughs) Coincidence? I don't know. When we come back, we are going to talk about LSU, two big factors that no one is given proper consideration to, and what I'm betting tonight on Thursday Night Football. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Let's get into some college football here. And the brand new number one in the country, R.J., is LSU. And there's some news maybe not being discussed that is important that you guys have uncovered. Yeah, that's always the way with Vegas. If you're going to win, you've got to find things other people don't think matter that do or things people think matter but don't. Brad, there's a name that, at least the spelling looks complicated, was getting texted to me a bunch, and it was like, why? Explain. So LSU's left tackle, Sadiq Charles, key player on the team, will be out for this. Charles, week. how do you spell that? Just like Charles in charge. Oh, I guess that is. Uh, yeah. um, Sadiq, I yeah. guess, was yeah, a little tough for me. Yes. And on top of the left tackle, Sadiq Charles being out, the right tackle, Austin Deculus, is going to be a game-time decision. But listening to uh, Ed Orgeron's uh, press conference, looks like he's going to be doubtful. So both tackles probably out this week for LSU. And these tackles have played most of the season. Yes, played most of the season. So in a way, this LSU team that's proven to be a mighty good team 
Very different team with both tackles out. Absolutely. And on the defensive side of the ball, RJ, remember their leading sack player prior to the Alabama game left the team for personal reasons. So if you look at the 22 offense defense, even three weeks ago, two weeks ago, a lot of key people missing this week. So I'm thinking I want to bet against LSU. Mm. Is it easy money? It's not easy money. And here's why, RJ. You look at Ed Orgeron. What team fired him when he was a previous coach in the SEC? Old Miss. Ed Orgeron's a rah-rah type of coach. Axe the grind against Ole Miss. He's certainly shown it the last three years. 3-0 and against the spread. Average cover by 12 points per game. In the line in this game? 21, LSU. All right, so here's the thing. When you're favored by three touchdowns or more in college – or pros, you ask yourself, what is the motivation for margin? Why does this team want margin? Why wouldn't they up 17 just sit on the ball? If you can find motivation for margin, it's viable to bet the favorite. Here, history tells us it could just be a coincidence they match up well against Mississippi last three years, but LSU has the players, the ability, if they're motivated, to run up the score on teams like Mississippi typically, and they've done it. But once again, three games, the ATS margin on average per game is? 12 points per game. So whatever Vegas thought, by 12 additional points on average, three years, boom, 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 LSU has overperformed. But on the other hand, LSU has multiple players missing on the O-line, not big names, but the kind of names that affect the scoreboard. We'll get to Thursday Night Football coming up here in just one moment. want to let you know Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone knows there are all different kinds of jobs out there. If you've got a today job, select free same-day store pickup. If you'd rather take care of the job tomorrow, you can order as late as 10 p.m. with free next-day delivery on AutoZone.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. It is week 11 in the NFL starting later on tonight, 8.20 Eastern time on Fox. And right now, as mentioned earlier in the show, the Browns are a three-point favorite hosting your Steelers, RJ. Yeah, pregame.com. You can get all the updated lines live, free. This is a trap game. Now, what's a trap game? It's a game that the bookies, the sports books, that Vegas knows that there's going to be a disproportionate percentage on one side or the other. They're putting out the line saying, oh, this is going to be some red meat for the Jackals. I don't know if you know this or not, but the sportsbook guys hate the batters. They hate them. (laughs) They try to keep it secret, but they hate them. They hate you, actually. So you should hate them. But I do, at least. They're like cockroaches, those bookies. You stomp on one, the next one comes out. (laughs) There's all kind of guys in bad bad suits, clip-on ties, big pot bellies. They got like a row of them in the back. They just keep coming out. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's, it's unequivocal that people are going to say, I get the Steelers and I get three points. I just, to me, Pittsburgh isn't as good as their record. They've won with turnovers, and we've talked about it. Those are hard to predict. Mason Rudolph has underperformed expectations. That is unequivocally true. So unless we can somehow predict that the Browns are going to turn it over a bunch, I don't see how you like Pittsburgh. You might say, well, the Browns turn the ball over a bunch. Yes, which makes me like, and this is a pizza bet, all right? So bet enough for a pizza if you want the action under. I like under 41 and a half. That's a key number. You don't want to go under 41, 41 and a half. 
My thinking is it's the Browns are going to be extra conservative to not put Mayfield in a position for Colin to be talking about him and all the turnovers tomorrow. And Rudolph, if he does as well as he's done, it isn't all that good. Under 41 and a half. I think the Steelers plus three is a trap, but I don't like the Browns either. If you missed any of today's show, including a preview of Thursday Night Football, make sure you go get it at foxsportsradio.com. You can check out the podcast there. Pick Palooza tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio and, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.